What's going on, good people? I am Josh Rogers. And I am Brian Hare. And you are here for another edition, another episode, another chapter, whatever you want to call it, of the greatest podcast on this side greatest. of Cicely Tyson's earth. It is mm-hmm. <laughs> the Jigsaw <laughs> Podcast. Yes, and we talk about all of the things, but specifically, we talk about um, the perils, the uh-huh. praises, the productivity, yes, and the pump and circumstance of being black folk navigating their way through Hee. America. Brian, on this last Mm-hmm. Third Wednesday, but it's gonna be Thursday when they hear this. Uh-huh. Last Wednesday of Black History Month. How are you feeling, brother? Man, it's always a great day to be black, man. Uh, and even more great to be black during Black History Month. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of sad, you know. Um, I know yeah, that I mean, we, but you know, we do this 366. We do, we do, but I, I think we do it 366, 25-8 But it still feels like you know a, a certain level of just of extra. Like this is our time. This is this our is time. our moment. Yeah, uh, you know. I hear you. So, but you know, I, 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 listen, we're gonna be extra black next month too. So, whatever. We're just gonna be black. We're gonna keep being black. That's openly black. The black of the day, <laughs> the, the black of the nights, <laughs> the black of the weeks, the black of the months. We're just black. We're just gonna be black. We, we black. God, you're black, man. You guy. You're black. For bad for this. When you're, you're black. You're, you're black. black. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But you got anything going on, bro? How, like, what's going on in your world? You good? Uh yeah man um went to you sound a, better because last week it's like you were sipping on Rona juice which you sound better this man week. God he's he's a healer ain't he he is a he whoa, whoa. JJ Harrison said he'll deliver <laughs> <laughs> he'll deliver I know, I know he will he can do it <laughs> yeah. yes I know he can Jesus he can, can do, do it, it. I've heard Don't that song for, in a long up. time. That's a great song, though. It's a J.C. Harrison is a sleeper. He is. People he gives a, give him the flowers. Oh yeah, he gives great praise and worship numbers, and also great choir numbers, though too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, but for the most part, like I, I'm straight. Um, did some traveling. Went on a, went on a plane today. Oh, okay. Um, How was that? Uh, it was it was interesting. I, I had like literally okay. have not been in an airport in a year. So. Um, it was interesting. I had my double mask on, flew Delta. Um, they were extremely professional. Everything seemed clean, sanitary. It was a crazy, crazy trip, but uh, it, it felt cool. How, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. I am, you know, consistently navigating white spaces <laughs> and being authentic. Help us. Those. Mm-hmm. Um, help us, Holy Ghost. But no, man, I'm good. Jaden lost his two front teeth, so he looks like an um, oh. an elderly person. <laughs> so you know doing that and he he was very adamant that the tooth fairy did not give him anything <laughs> mm. hasn't given him a thing you know and i wanted to i wanted to tell him so bad this is your first introduction to reality and disappointment <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> but you know tooth fairy might pop up on saturday or something you know it's black history month so tooth fairy on cp time okay right um but yeah, no man. Other than that, things are well. Uh, I am almost at the end of my no days all February workout challenge, and my whole body is exhausted. Mm. 
My whole body is tired. But I look so great. I look amazing. I, I feel better. <laughs> I think this has really taught me. Uh, it was it was it was a month of discipline. I'll say that uh, because there were days, bro, when I was like, no, no, and no. But I was so committed to doing it, and I think I'm actually going to go to March second to do thirty days. Okay, that's, so that's good. we'll see how I feel Sunday on the twenty eighth. But I think we got something big to announce to the people. I think we do. Do you want you want to say what it is? I think we do. We can say what it is. Um, ladies and gentlemen, boys uh-huh. and girls, black people, yes. countrymen, and city dwellers everywhere, everywhere. we want to let you know that uh-huh. the Jigsaw Podcast is launching their first batch of merch. It is dropping this weekend. So monitor our IG pages, mm-hmm. monitor our social media. Shoot, we might uh-huh. drop it. We might drop it today. Who knows? So we might be do Beyonce like, and just just do it. It might just, you know, you know, we might just, you know, just, you know, no announcement, no announcement. We just out here. Um, But we think that we got some really great products. We've heard from some of you um, and we've we've put our heart and soul into these designs and to thinking through it. Um, One of the shirts is, you know, as Brian so eloquently tells us every week that it's always a great day to be black. Always. And um, and you know that, you know, while Brian is actually the more militant one, I I give the declaration <laughs> that I take care of this black owned body of mine. You know, so uh-huh. we are out here proclaiming and affirming ourselves. So yes, please sir. go to the jigsawpodcast.com and um, click on the shop link or the merch link or whatever it is. It, right now it says coming soon, but by the time you look at it, it is going to be something there. And right. support, patronize black people. Black owned business. We're black owned business. Black. We're black on being. We're black. I think we're black and we're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and support black children. Okay. Our children need to, need to eat. And so we got black kids. <laughs> our ch- listen, for 10 cents a day, listen. you can feed our children. <laughs> Ain't no way. <laughs> but for $25 for that t-shirt, you really can't feed our children. So. That's it. Only, <laughs> only $25. That's it. It's only $25. You know, and we may, we may, we may throw, we may throw a, a crew neck in there for y'all or something because it's, you know, because we in the fake season of spring right now, right? So right. you still got time to wear that. But anyway, you'll see all the details drop. We're gonna put the website in the description box like we do every single week, mm-hmm. and we just want y'all to support. We're gonna drop the shirts, mm-hmm. show y'all the design, show us some love, tell your friend, tell their friend, and make it the last end of the Black History Month purchase. Yep, please do that. You shop at Target, why not shop with the Jigsaw? Right, y'all support That's us. All we support saying. us. That's all we're saying. So, now that we got that out the way. Okay. It's our last song of the week for Black History. This is just, it's a bittersweet moment because I feel like we keep saying the last one for Black History Month. But, like, that's right. like, you got a climax in a good way. So, oh, Brian, climax. I know it's my uh-huh. week. Uh-huh. And I know that you usually do, and you're probably going to do a Black History moment, a part of the Blessed Report, right? Yes, but sir. I just want, I, I wanted to provide a little context to this. So okay. on this day, exactly, on February uh-huh. the 24th, or as mm-hmm. the, you know, our ancestors would say, February 24th, <laughs> there was a, a, a young man down in New Orleans, Louisiana. <laughs> okay. And he introduced an anthem of sorts by saying, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you know, going down for the, putting on for the 9-9 and the, and the 2000. Yes, sir. If you're, if you're familiar with what I'm saying, you know where uh-huh. I'm going. He said this. This this is what the chorus so eloquently told us. He said, girl, you look good. Won't you back that thing up? You's a fine uh-huh. mother. Hmm. Won't you back Richard. that thing up? Call yes. me. 
Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Uh-huh. When you back that thing up. Girl, who is you playing with? Back <laughs> that thing up. That is Back That Thing Up by Juvenile uh, of Cash Money Records, uh, putting on for the 99 and the 2000. This song premiered February 24th, 1999. But, Brian, I didn't feel uh-huh. satisfied with that. <laughs> you know, <Okay. laughs> I'm not going to sing it, but I wanted to cue up. This black mm-hmm. anthem that is, you know, that is just something that we do, something that always makes us go off every time we hear it. And I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna play it because we're here, and y'all gonna love it, and y'all gonna understand why this is so important to Black History Month. Here we go. Uh huh. I see y'all. I see you in your houses right now. You're moving. Man, I get yeah. 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 Yeah, start off slow. Do it right. Do it right. Yeah, right. It's still going. Yeah. 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 Y'all ready? If you went to HBC, you know what's gonna happen. If you're black, you know what's gonna happen. Yeah. Hey, I, I swag. I serve. I swag. Uh-huh. So that's uh-huh. the swag served by FLY Fast Life Youngsters. If you are black in any capacity, you know what that is. You know what it means to have that song played. It is one of our black. We got the black national anthem, and then we got songs mm-hmm. like Swag Surf, and then we got songs like White Me Down, right. then we got songs like Nuck If You Blow. Mm-hmm. These are also a part of our cultural heritage. So happy Black uh-huh. History Month. It's been an amazing celebrating with you all, and as you all know, this is not the end. Brian, you ready to get this show started because we got somebody uh-huh. in the living room today. Brother, I'm ready That's going to gonna set it off. And so uh-huh. I'm ready to get there. Let's get up. Let's talk about some black excellence. Let's get to the blessing report. Let's get it. Let's go to it. Let's go. Let's go. All right, we are here at the Bless Up Report, and I'm super excited because we have a black woman doing great black things. Shouts yes, out to Kinsley Bridal, uh, Rashonda Stokes out of Memphis, Tennessee. She does all the bridal things. She's a bridal consultant. What does she do for you? She can plan your 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 your, your wedding. She can do vendor recommendations, wedding solutions, bridal boxes for brides, bridesmaids, flower girls, planning guides, merch. She has all those things. If you're getting married anytime soon. All the things, please reach out to uh, Rashonda Stokes. She has great stuff. Check her out at kinsleybridal.com. That's K-I-N-S-L-E-Y bridal.com. And I guarantee you she's going to do some great things out there for you. So if you're getting married, uh, even pandemic wedding, sh- she got you. Whatever you need. Uh, if you get, get you know, a shotgun wedding, she got you. Um, if you Listen. Uh, <laughs> 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 courthouse wedding, she got you. Whatever you need. Uh, Rashonda Stokes got you so please reach out to her and she does travel even though she's out of Memphis Tennessee she will come to where you are and take care of you and all your bridal needs so shouts out to Rashonda Stokes and that's Bless my big up. sister oh and it is so you know keep it black <laughs> keep it in the family right uh, so Rashonda Stokes uh, friend of the podcast sibling to Joshua Rogers uh, so bless up to her but also bless let's, let's bless up since it is the Last episode in the month of Black History Month, we had to do a special bless up Black History mm-hmm. moment. 
And we we mention this brother right. all the time. Carter G. Wilson. Carter G. Woodson. Born right. in New Camden, Buckingham County, Virginia. Shouts out to VA. Two up, two down. Um, I'm actually in VA right now as we're recording. <laughs> My wife from Virginia. Shouts out to Virginia. Um, he developed Negro History Week in 1937 and published the issue of Negro History Bulletin. So he's the first person. Without There would be no Black History Month without Negro History Week. Um, That's right. So he... He walked so we could fly, right? So in 1976, on the 50th anniversary of the first Negro History Week, the association officially made the shift to Black History Month. So again, without Carter G. Woodson, his efforts, his um, his determination, his being black, loving black people, loving his culture, his ethnicity, loving his history. If he ever thought about the idea of Negro History Week, we never would have Black History Month. And, you know, at this point, we need Black History Year. You know, what what is it? We just you know? need it. We need it. So I mean, just make it a standard. Uh, just make it a standard in every curriculum, just, yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Just do the thing. Just do it. Just do it. So you know, what, what do I sign? Where, where, wherever the petition is going around, I'm, I'm going to sign that. Listen, it, it needs to be done. So again, bless up to Kinsley Bridal. Bless up to Carter G. Woodson. Um, uh, great people. Black people doing things now, and tomorrow, forever. Black people are always excellent. Black people are always great. So this is your last bless up report for Black History Month. And I think it's time to go to the billboard. Let's let's mosey on over and talk about some things. <laughs> um, All right. This is, you know, I, I say this with a smile because, Brian, you want to know something amazing? This what, what is happened? the first week in a long time mm-hmm. where there is no obituary section to Ooh. the billboard. God, listen, he let the deaf angel hand, he, he stayed the hand of death. <laughs> Woo, shut up. And none of our legends. You, you know what? This, 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 ain't that a powerful statement our, our old saints tell us? He stayed the hand of death. He let he it sit right there. And none <laughs> of our legends, none of our icons have left this earth. Everybody's still here. <laughs> Everybody still here by, by the grace of God. Here by the grace of God. Everybody's still here. That, so that's 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 the blessing, that's the blessing within itself. But going directly into the billboard, let's see what's ha- uh-huh. popping off in pop culture this week. A cultural icon, though, Bobby uh-huh. okay, oh, okay, is out of jail. Bobby Schmurda, also gov- um, legally known as Akia Polar. Uh, okay. And that's spelled with a A-C-K-Q-U-I-L-L-E. Uh, that's, I mean, don't you just love a good, sturdy, and strong, and black, black name? Like a blackity black, Akio. black name. Uh-huh. I love Akio. it. Akio mm-hmm. Polar, kind of like what we do in the in the PO box. You know, uh-huh. we do things like Gertrude, and we do things like <laughs> <laughs> like Betty Ann. You know, you know Fannie Mae. You know what I'm saying? Je- you know Willie Jean. Those you know those kind of things. You know, real right. good sturdy blackity black name. But but Akio Polar, uh, also known as uh, popularly known as Bobby Schmurder, is out of jail. Yes. He's somewhere shmoney dancing all, all in the hood. Uh, right. But since he's been out of jail, he's been spending his time with his family and friends, and it looks like he is geared to be creating new music. So uh, while we, Let's you go. know, so, I mean, while the man did commit the crime and he, had, you know, they, they, you know, they pled a guilty, whatever, whatever, we are glad to see another brother out of the system um, we, taking the ready. reins back on his life. And we're ready for the new summer anthem. We're ready for you to throw another hat in the air for that joint to disappear. We're ready right. for all the things. Keep, All keep, things. you know, give, give us more things, give us more things, Bobby. So, um, shout out to him, and we're grateful that he is out of jail. Tiger Woods, um, famous mm-hmm. golf player, you know, all, you know, all the things, historic guy. 
mm-hmm. was in a really bad car accident in LA. Um, he had to receive surgery in the incident. I think it was on his legs. It was a really, really bad car crash. And according to the reports, he had to be pried out with the jaws of life, whatever that means. But what that does mean is that wow. it was a really, really bad accident. Unfortunately, uh, um, he was the only one in there. And also, fortunately, there is no like, he, he didn't die um, mm-hmm. right Ooh, now. He's, God, he doesn't have you. any paralysis. God God spared him. He did it. There's no paralysis and things like that. But they're reporting that he is awake and he is responsive. So we're definitely mm-hmm. sending our prayers to Tiger Woods and his family and his loved ones and hoping and praying that he has a speedy recovery. Mm-hmm. And that he can get back to doing what he loves the most, and that is playing the game of golf and being a great dad and all of the things that mm-hmm. he does. Um, Brian, who is one of our top queens? I think we talk about her so much. Uh, I think the number one may be Beyonce. Beyonce, you're absolutely right. Beyonce Giselle Knowles Carter is doing it again with Ivy mm-hmm. Park, but this time with the Icy Park Collection. Beyonce, friend of the podcast, listen. If you're listening, friend of the podcast, send us a box. Send us a box. (laughs) Please. We know that the boxes are gender, you're making gender neutral gear now. So send us a box. You know what I'm saying? Even if you don't send our wife nothing, send us a hoodie, (laughs) send us a coat, (laughs) a shirt. (laughs) They'll be okay. They'll be okay. Send us something. If you need our address, I promise you something. If you need my address, you know, I will send a pigeon up to New York. And, you know, wherever y'all live, your New York house, your L.A. house, wherever you at, sit in my way. I want some Icy Park. I want to be like Gucci Mane and Burr and brr and all the things. I want to do that, you know. <laughs> I want to start on these hoes. Okay? That's what I really want to do. I, I, I want to be able to say that Beyonce sent me a box and you didn't get a box, which means that the favor right. of the Lord is not upon you. So, so I just want to. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Beyonce has dropped the Icy Park collection of Ivy Park. Um, she launched it in fall colors. She got some leathers out here. We saw you, hey, I saw you, Halle Bailey, rocking your leather brown on the ground, poking that hip out. We saw you, girl, but she got some fall colors. She got leather. She got some snow white, some pinks, some blues. And, you know, Beyonce, we don't deserve. But we are grateful that you we continue don't. to bless us with all the things. And uh, it is out right now globally in select stores. Um, I don't know. Um, Adidas did not say when it'll be widely available in every store. But if you can find anything, because mm-hmm. you know how Beyonce stuff goes, it sells out. So it probably right. ain't nothing available right now. How how be ever is supposed to be available how in select stores globally and online at adidas.com. And that, and that says a lot that Brian want to wear Icy Paul when the man of God is adamant about his chicks. Yes. Man Nike, of God don't do uh, the stripes. We need some sponsorships. Thank you. I, I don't do the stripes. <laughs> you don't uh, do the stripes, but he will wear Icy Park. He I, will wear I, Icy Park. Beyonce, wear Ivy Park. Yes, I would. Mm-hmm. So keeping it, keeping it, ending this thing with with another black queen. We got Naomi Osaka, uh-huh. our um, black and Asian um, tennis star. She just won her fourth Grand Slam. Uh, she defeated what I would venture off to believe is one of the greatest athletes of all time, Serena Williams. Yep. Uh, she defeated her in the quarterfinals to advance and win the fourth Grand Slam. And we just shout out because Serena Williams ain't nobody to play with. Serena Williams is, is is probably like the goat of tennis. And to oh, yeah. see this kind of transition of power dynamics happening, we shouting out this young queen. Shout out to you. We love to see it. Keep thriving. Um, keep killing it. Keep 
keep doing the thing, keep stepping on these white girls' necks <laughs> in all of these matches. Yeah. Make us proud, sis. And last but not least, I'm so ready to ease on uh-huh. over to the to, to the living room. Ease One on more down, black queen. Ease on down to the living room. Uh-huh. Oh, that's a good. We all listen. <laughs> no, we can't talk about the history and, and not recognize a black musical. You can't do nothing if you had a load. He's on now, he's on down the road. Boom, boom, boom. That's a, <laughs> that's that's a number. That's sing. a number. That's when he can still sing a little bit. Um, Hello, but somebody. No, not digressing into that. Auntie Gladys Knight is um, uh-huh. scheduled to sing the national anthem during the NBA All Star game in Atlanta on March 7th. Now, Brian, I got some issues. Yes, sir. I'm happy for Auntie Gladys. We love Auntie Gladys. We stay in Auntie Gladys. Keep shining. Don't get the checks. Keep smiling. Knowing you can knowing. always count on me. For sure. That's Why? what friends are for. Through good when? times. And uh-huh. bad times. I'll be on your side forevermore. When? Why, Joshua? That's what friends are <laughs> for. <laughs> <laughs> we love us some Gladys. I feel a medley hit my spirit. <laughs> LA <laughs> proved too much for the man. He's leaving on that midnight train. Leaving on that midnight train. I'd rather be in his world than live without him. Well, well, his and hers alone. <laughs> yes, that's, that's good. Oh, I done got caught up. Lord, I'm sorry, y'all. Auntie Gladys. Auntie Gladys. Now Gladys, Gladys. That's another song. She got (laughs) got some of her name in it. A a catalog. A catalog. A queen. We stand. But anyway, Auntie Gladys. But these are my issues. Number one, Atlanta is open, open. Open, open. So we got to make sure that we protect our icon. We do. All. I don't want. I don't want nobody. Everybody around her need to be rapidly tested immediately right. before handling her. They need to have tests two weeks prior. Need to be testing now mm-hmm. and every day up until they handle Miss Gladys. She needs to. She need to have on a hazmat suit and literally right. only unzip it until she's ready <laughs> to sing the, the national anthem. Step back into it and mm-hmm. then get direct. Get up out of that arena. I don't need for her to stay and watch that game. She got greens to cook and pies to bake anyway. Listen, so I care about that game. Don't Nobody. talk to her. She need to do her makeup at home. Hair at home. We need to, mm-hmm. we need to create a bubble around right. our queen. And I'm telling y'all, don't you come in here acting up. Mm-mm. Don't y'all come in here acting up. Mess with Auntie Gladys. Get it right. Because we do will it. sick Dion Warwick on y'all. <laughs> Dion Warwick. <laughs> you know, she will roll up on you with her cigarette and and, and shoot you. <laughs> and she will pull up and say, hello, this is Dion. Hello, this is Dion. <laughs> <laughs> Grab we don't throw. mess with Gladys. <laughs> we don't mess with Gladys. We will, we will, we will make, we will force you to eat a patty pie <laughs> if you mess with Gladys. Cold, <laughs> cold, unbaked, uncooked. <laughs> Jesus. 
but no, no, thank no. You. We, we're happy to see it and i'm also happy to see that um you know our, our icons our black stars you know we just had jasmine sullivan and her represent well at the super bowl now we could have done without the white man i'm just gonna keep saying that we didn't need him but we we, are we did always, we did not we are always here to see we did not need any of that um but we are always here to see our black icons our black celebrities um those who we stand for who represent us well to be a part of the things uh so shout out to gladys we know you're gonna kill it um uh, but y'all i'm serious keep our queen safe keep our queen safe all right brian are you ready i don't know to man. get into the living room bro i, I might know. find I out mean, I'm, you know, I'm you know, I love me a good, a, a good, funny woman. I'm a fan. Listen, listen. So I'm telling y'all now: get comfortable, kick off your shoes, and relax your feet. Come on down to the Party jigsaw. Up. Just kicking, just kicking, just kicking. Just kicking. <laughs> You're a good voice on tonight, aren't you? <laughs> I am. It's black. It's the last one of Black History Month. I had to had to give it to the people. Like, I feel a Tina Turner or something. I feel something's creeping up on Brian. Let's get to the living room. Let's get to because I'm gonna get caught up. Let's go. Grab your let's drink, go. Grab your snack. Let's go. And let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right, ring-a-ling-a-ling, my brothers and sisters. It is another time of being in the living room. We're excited to be here. We have a very special guest who does all of the things. So I'm going to let her introduce herself so she can let y'all know. If you don't know who she is, she's awesome. So, Angel, can you introduce yourself? You about to find out. What's up, guys? (laughs) My name is Angel Akita Moore, also known as That Chick Angel. Um, I am a host, an actress, a comedian, a producer, my mother of four, a wife of 14 years. And uh, like they said, I do it all. If it comes into my mind, I'm like, you know what? Let's do it. Let's see what happens. Let's go on here and do it. I mean, the ultimate multi-hyphenate up in here. Yes, Mm -hmm. I've been trying. I've been trying a little bit. You know, why not? We only got we only got one life to live. So if you do it right the first time, you ain't got to have another. The, right. Come on, that's what I feel as well. And I ain't getting no younger, so I'm like, girl, you either do it now or listen. You won't have to pray your kids do it, so you might as well. <laughs> you said a line that made me think about one of the worst lyrics, the worst ever song, and that is, "We ain't getting no younger. We might we as might well as well do, do this." That is the worst. Song. <laughs> so romantic. It so romantic. is so. I'm telling you, it is one of the worst, but I feel like that'd be a lot of marriages. They just be like, we've been doing this. We've been doing I, this for 20 we've been, years. We've been shacking Come this on now. We got four kids. Let's let's just go and do this. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> yeah. Might shout as well. To, shout out to my cousin who was a girlfriend for 19 years, but we ain't going to talk about her. <laughs> oh. oh. Don't put her business out here. I mean, don't know, do that. I mean, the, the, the bituary says special friend. We just go. We go oh, know, now that's know. the worst. That is the worst that's to be special worst. friend. To be special friend. Mm-mm. No, you ain't going to do me. No, I need to be in the first paragraph. Okay. <laughs> right he right in front of the You know, he was baptized at eight. <laughs> well, she, you know what? I don't remember. But we're not going to sit on that. We're going to jump straight into it. Um, okay. This is the last <laughs> podcast uh, of, of Black History Month. Mm, we've, we've been talking yes. about all the black things, black love, and um, mm-hmm. you know, being black culture and all the things. And we just wanted to talk about black productivity in okay. a sense because it looks so different for us. Mm-hmm. Um, not people of color, 
Black people. Black, black people, uh, very specific. Yeah, because we have that tax we have to go through. We have all uh-huh. the things that we have to navigate. Uh-huh. And um, so just jumping straight into the conversation, Angel, uh, productivity takes a whole bunch of forms. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks different from project to project. And I'm, you got a lot of projects. You already told me. A whole lot. Come right. on. Yes. Um, so what does productivity look like for you, specifically as a black woman? Um, as a black woman, productivity looks like to me trying to figure out when I am uh, knowing that there's a difference. Let me say it like this Mm -hmm. between black girl magic and working myself to death. Mm, Like sometimes (laughs) because, you know, as black women, we be killing it. We do so much Mm -hmm. and we do it well Mm -hmm. um, that sometimes people can make us into mythical creatures. But at the end of the day, we are humans like everyone else. We just somehow make better decisions on a regular basis. However, um, we all need like to be able to either reset, delegate, uh, like there's wear and tear. And just because um, I'm able to do a lot of things well, I have to sometimes realize, honey, you didn't switch over from Black Girl Magic to running yourself into the ground. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So I know for me as a Black woman, that's the thing that I'm constantly having to battle with. It's because I'm thinking to myself, but I am, I'm crushing it. I'm getting so much stuff done, yada, yada, yada. But realizing like they ain't not now human beings. That don't need even the Lord rested. Okay, Listen, he, he, <laughs> he, he took did. naps throughout throughout all his stories on the boat. All of it. Yes, <laughs> Jesus was like, uh, let me just take a little that. snooze real quick. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, granted, everything you know turned from sugar to you know what it, very <laughs> quickly, but still, like um, I know, I think that's something that I feel like a lot of black women do battle with is mm-hmm. because there's this expectation. Like it's beautiful for us to be thought of as, you know, queens that we are. It's right. beautiful for people to recognize that there is something magical about us, but yep. at the same time, it can kind of be a bit of a Achilles heel because at the end of the day, we are still blood and bones and we right. do have to find times or ways to be able to offset some of the task that we put on our plate or are put on our plate. Sometimes people just throw it on there and we're like, I didn't ask for that. Right, right, right. Yeah. And the thing is, I think that the 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 can can the standard that we kind of have, I know my mom, she did all the stuff. It's like my mom, single parent home, so she did everything. Mm-hmm. And she mm-hmm. actually made it look really easy. Like as if she just did right. not struggle, did not go through anything. She did it so gracefully. She didn't complain right. about anything, like all the stuff. She did all the stuff. Um, but I always wonder mm-hmm. like how did she like muster up the strength to do those things so how do you muster up the strength to do all the things that you actually do you know what i don't think i give myself much of an option mm-hmm. like people ask me that especially because i have four kids mm-hmm. and me having the four boys people are like how 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 are you doing all of that i don't know of there being an option not to like that's not even a part Ooh, okay. of my scope uh-huh. of there is an option not to perform to the best of my ability to mm. make sure that my children are provided with what they need so that I can also be a good mom while also work, walking in my purpose. Cause I have mm. a purpose outside of being their mom. I have a yep. purpose outside of being a wife. And so for me, I just, the thought of not doing it doesn't even really compute mm. in wow. my yeah. brain That's of good. just being like, of just being like, I, I just, I am not going to do it. I just, I, <laughs> Be, 
I mean, and then I maybe because our counterparts that aren't black, because mm-hmm. they not saying that they all do, but the, a lot of them have some sort of safety net that allows them to take the option of I can't do. Right. And so saying I can't do is not this catastrophic thing where their whole family structure falls apart, right, they lose right. their homes, mm-hmm. you know, like, so they could say, I can't, I just need to get away and then backpack in Europe, you know, while yeah, they no. figure themselves out. Like, that's <laughs> not a, it's like, so, <laughs> so for me, it was like, okay, I might not have things figured out, but I will figure it out as I'm doing it. I'm not going to sit here. Mm-hmm. and wait till it's figured out because I actually don't have time to do that because still these kids need to be able to eat still you know we got to pay this mortgage still all these things so the option of being like I I, I can't it, it really doesn't compute I, I really don't know how to make that work in my head but that's again the dilemma I was saying before mm-hmm. I got to realize that at some point in time girl you, we, what you, what you gonna do with yourself? Like, right. ain't enough vitamins in the world, <laughs> right? And I think, like to Brian's point, my mom did the same thing. She was a, well, she is an evangelist missionary. Ooh, you know, God. mother of three kids. She had <laughs> us in church seven days a week, uh-huh. and working a nine to five, and doing all the things. Mm-hmm. And like as you're talking, I'm trying to think about how did the woman of God, how? right? Even like how, how how did she pass out at some point? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, my dad was there, like active and doing all the things. But he also was like trying to be super. Dad working two, three jobs and mm-hmm. all that type of stuff too. So, like, I, I guess that goes into even this. Being a mom, how has all of that prepared you creatively? How has that added to your work or inspired your work? Uh, that's exactly what it's done. It's inspired yeah. and it um it actually fuels a lot of my creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I mean, there's nothing more creative than actually coming up with a whole human being granted it was passive creativity it wasn't like i was in my womb like there's an ear there's a something but there 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 is something um about having knowing that your dna with someone else created something and and so for me i feel like even when i am having to like I don't want to say, cause I really don't ever take a maternity leave, but even mm-hmm. when I'm having to just really focus on the mother side of me, right. these little creatures are constantly <laughs> filling me with new ideas mm-hmm. just because yeah. their perspective is constantly being, is constantly changing, constantly expanding. So it helps me with my perspective. Cause I think sometimes we can get in a creative rut because it's hard for us to see what we're trying to create from a different angle. Right. Yeah, because if you like, it's just like with a movie. If they shot a movie from all the same angle, it would be the most boring thing. That's why mm-hmm. they have to cut to different angles, to different right. perspectives. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, when I'm not able to be around my other adult creative friends, mm-hmm. my children are always constantly offering me different perspectives that allow allow me to open up like a different part of my um, creativity, which is a blessing. Because sometimes, I mean creative energy is a whole piece of energy. And sometimes like if I'm giving them all of this love and energy at home, Mm -hmm. I don't have the time to be like, now give a hundred percent to creating something. But luckily what they're giving me is something that I can bounce off of. So it's not like I'm starting from scratch. I'm like, Oh, this so like this baby that just interrupted our interview before we started (laughs) (laughs) my son. Uh, what made him happy was I gave him my lip gloss. That's oh. like, and, and that, 
automatically fills me with ideas of the random things that will make a child mm-hmm. not yell and scream at you. Mm. Lip gloss is one of them for Lip some reason. Lip gloss is one of the things. <laughs> it's one of the things. That to me is a whole sketch like of the random things that I've given my son. Flashlights, just random staplers. Anything to get him away from me is what I'm willing to give him. So I do feel like um, they feed my creativity. Mm. Yeah, my daughter doesn't really feed my creativity. She just licks stuff. Like she just wants to lick everything. And it <laughs> but that it should feed me. it. Because <laughs> you know what? <laughs> even that even the fact that it bothers you that should be like what other things do kids do that bother you you know what i'm saying so many also what do things taste like that aren't food like that's that would be my question what do things taste like that aren't what that wall tastes like what it tastes like right if you could compare it to something what would it be is hey. it fried chicken? Is it rice and beans? Right. I want to know. <laughs> like, why? Like, we're just looking at stuff. I'm like, okay. All right. God bless you. Uh, okay. Um, All right. But, yeah, but, you know, it, it is what life. But, you know, I think the interesting thing is I'm, uh, and you kind of said that you, you do things, you work and all that kind of stuff. And one thing my wife and I have been kind of talking about, we got a newborn. Well, no, she's not newborn. She's 16 months. So she's not new. Um, <laughs> but uh, one thing my oh, wife has also been talking about. Parent. She won, Brian. <laughs> she is one. <laughs> Uh, one thing my wife always yes, talks about a whole one years old, a whole one, a whole one. Uh, one thing my wife always talks about as far as being a professional person um, is mom guilt, like the you know working hard but then feeling out, feeling like she's missing out on life. She actually has to go to the office every day, and I work from home. And for like mm-hmm. the first year and some mm-hmm. change, well, first of all, she's a year. The first year of her, my daughter's life, I was there every single day taking pictures, having fun, bonding and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And my wife was just furious. She mm-hmm. was jealous. She hated it. Um, so, <laughs> you know, I enjoyed it because it was, you know, my wife, my daughter loves me. So, you know, I throw that in my wife's face all the time. But neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. I digress. Uh, so do you have ever deal with mom guilt <laughs> and feeling like, you know, like I'm missing out on things or my kids aren't getting me? Um, you know what? You're, I'm assuming is your wife a black woman? She is. She is. Why are you saying like a question mark? Like, I think so. She's kind of, hey, she's kind of brown. She, she kind of black. We, we took the test recently. The, uh, the, what is it? The 23 and me or ancestry. So her numbers were a little close. Her numbers were a little close. Ah! <laughs> um, the reason I ask that is because there are very few black women I know that experience mom guilt. Her mm. situation, I do feel like I can understand. Um, to be honest, I used to be like, what is that? What is that? <laughs> like, you're going to get whatever I got to give and you're going to be okay with it. Like, right. I'm not even worried about it. Um, I will say here recently because of the pandemic and because Los Angeles is um, closed and being that my kids are at home all the time. Mm. Um, now, when I leave for work all day, uh, especially when I have heavy shooting weeks, I do feel like I am dropping the ball Mm. Uh, a lot more often um, mm. where before they were in school. So it wasn't mm. as if I was going to be able to do anything with them. It yeah, was just right. like, y'all go to school. If I'm shooting, y'all ain't missing me. Y'all in school. Right, and right. then when we get out, we'll reconvene and be a little family. But now that they're home all day and I leave, so they'll be with the nanny. If I have a long shoot day, they'll be with the nanny for like 10 hours. Um, but do I feel guilty? 
I don't know if that's the word that I want to mm-hmm. use for it. I because uh, it's not that I'm just like, oh no, you're not getting enough time with me. They get enough time <laughs> with me. That, that I'm for sure. But I do no- I do notice what I'm letting skip uh, slip through the cracks. Like uh, I'm the one that's usually responsible for helping the twins with their homework because I'm actually probably the only one in the house that knows how to log in and get to their homework. So mm-hmm. I realize I look up and I realize, oh y'all two weeks behind. I haven't helped y'all with y'all homework in two weeks. Y'all haven't haven't turned in anything. Oh, oh, man. So a little part of me was like, okay, Angel, now you got to figure out how to do better because the teacher needs to know that your kids ain't stupid. And um, so we got to figure out something. So it wasn't so much, uh, it's not that I felt guilty, but it was like a check-in of, okay, Currently, this isn't working, so you just got to find something else to make it make this work. It might not be me doing it. It might be me, like, giving it off to my husband and showing him how to log in or Mm -hmm. asking the nanny on the weeks that I know it's going to be crazy if she can find time to work with them on their uh, homework. But um, that was probably the literally the closest to guilt I think I felt because I was just (laughs) like, I was like, oh, Oh, y'all ain't done nothing. But typically, I, I truly feel like while I'm not trying to traumatize my kids and I want them to have a good life, I also, I've learned to give myself grace and mm-hmm. be like, listen, I- Oh, it's important. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. I can't be everything and I nor will I be perfect. Like if, if that's what I'm striving for, then I'm right. gonna stress myself out. Um, So- I think with me going into motherhood, and, and the fact of the matter is I actually do be trying to to be a great mom, but <laughs> I also know that I'm not going to be perfect. I mean, right. I do. Like the stuff that I be finding to sign them up for, mm-hmm. like I, I typically know all their teachers' names. I be knowing their friends' names. I, I'm having conversations with them. Like truly, especially with me having twins, getting to know their personalities individually. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I know I'm not out here sucking balls. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm not out here trash. <laughs> so <laughs> that, that definitely keeps me from feeling like heavy mom guilt and understanding that everybody needs grace. So I'm, right. I'm going to give myself the same grace that I would give someone else that's a mother. Right. Listen, that's that's so good because I think my wife even deals with it. And I think I was the one that was like, guilt. <laughs> Guilt. What is that? What is that? <laughs> we all alive. We all made it to the end of the day. Right. That's the blessing. That is, let me tell you, that is my barometer. <laughs> I used to I used to do speaking engagements to moms about self-love, right? Mm-hmm. I, it was a, a mom conference that I used to tour with. And that was my thing of like at the end of the day, you should know you are a good mom if your kids are alive-ish. And it only have right. to be, it can be right. ish, okay? Because right. sometimes things happen and ain't nobody got a reason to call the people on you to come get your kids. Uh-huh. If yes. those two things are happening, you doing all right. You doing the thing. You right. doing it. Everything else is like bonus points. Like I don't, I don't get where this whole high, extremely high standard, because what I realize is everybody's dealt, dealt a different like set of cards like we're right. not, like we don't come into this world getting to pre-pick our status our economic situation mm-hmm. we don't get to pre-pick our parents so we come into this world already with a deck in our hand or a, a hand of cards and some of us be having some low threes and fours and whatnot and so mm-hmm. like 
I, I would never hold that person to a standard, to the standard of somebody who's got the big joke and little joke. And sometimes people with the big joke, little joke will be the ones that you got to call the people on. You just like, you just trying to jack listen, up your kids. You right, just listen. trying to be a butthole. Right. <laughs> so let's, so, so, so let's pause for the calls here real quick. There are, there were two black multi-hyphenate moms mm-hmm. right, that we saw. Mm-hmm. And we're we, we going to do a real quick this or that. Okay. So Claire Huxtable. Mm-hmm. Or the original Unviv? Oh, for me, oh gosh, this is such a <laughs> hard one. Because <laughs> ah. Nuan didn't do nothing. I, I, I know, I know she didn't. She was a stay at home mom. She was just with her look. Yeah, she, she was just like, I'm here to take care of Nikki <laughs> and then I'm going to shuffle off. Uh, let me see here. Ooh, that's a hard one. At first, I was going, at first, I was about to be like, <laughs> The first odd viv. That's what yeah. I was going to say, just because of her fierceness yeah. inside of her own profession, and then her just her. She, there was just so much about her, like her, like putting things in check. Right. Everybody mm-hmm. remembers her dancing, so you also got missing. Okay, you you got all that right. <laughs> you you got like so. She wasn't this just one dimensional of I am only a woman that is pristine. I am also, mm-hmm. you know, I was a creature before mm-hmm. becoming a mother, before becoming this high powered. What was her career? I can't even remember. She was a prof- English professor, I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, she was no. Professor. Uh, Claire was an attorney. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was a professor. She was a yes. professor. Mm-hmm. And then, and then Claire Huxtable. I'm going to have to go with Claire Huxtable. Even though Aunt Viv is where my heart okay. went first. Let me tell you why I went with Claire Huxtable and why okay. I relate to her more. She had a million children. Is what I'm she did. <laughs> she had... She had so many kids. You got you got Sandra. You got uh, 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 Denise, Denise. You got mm-hmm. Theo. You mm-hmm. got uh, what's the one right before Rudy? No, no, no. Lisa Bonet's character. What was her name? That was Denise. That was Denise. Okay. Vanessa. 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 Well, who had big fun. Yes. She wouldn't have big fun. In Delaware. Big fun. <laughs> Favorite episode. Uh huh. And then you got and then you got Rudy. Okay. And you see this woman who's had all these kids, yet still was a a, a businesswoman, yet still mm-hmm. was looking flawless, okay? Mm-hmm. And felt comfortable letting people know who who dealt with her the wrong way of who she is, not only in her family, but in her career and also in her marriage. So I'm going to have to go. And then she also has some pizzazz. Believe you me, she was still out there singing and dancing and doing all the things on the Cosby show as well. So it's going to have to be Claire Huxtable. That was a hard one, though. Whew. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm going to lean with Claire, too. I mean, because we first of all, we stand some Felicia Rashad. We do. Here on the podcast. Friend of the podcast. If you're friend listening. Of friend of the podcast. We, we know she's listening. Uh, <laughs> of course. Of course. She's a friend of, of the podcast. We know, of course she's we know, listening. We know she's listening. <laughs> of course. Uh, you know, <laughs> of course she's listening. Uh-huh. But yeah, but I, I just think, you know, she balanced, like you said, all of the things. Mm-hmm. Um, she, you can still, she was still very rooted. She had, like you said, a whole all-star Olympic team of kids over there. Yes. Um, she dealt with Heathcliff. She had her own high-powered, mm. high-demanding job. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way she had to get, you said ch- putting people in check, the way she had to deal with Elvin. Oh, Elvin. my gosh. All of the time. <laughs> All of the time. Read, read, read. That was a task. 
Oh my goodness! I mean, and she did it with grace. I don't now that I don't have. I don't have the grace. Uh huh. I'll be checking folk, but I'll be coming out of all types of character, and I'll be like, you know what? You are too old for this angel. You got to, you got to pull it together just a little bit. But yeah, she used to keep Elvin just like uh, what you're not going to do. I will get my husband coffee because if he I got it to. for me. Yeah, come on. <laughs> If I want to, and then uh, ask them, would you, and would you like a cup of coffee? Yes, and, then and that's what people you do. Like a cup of coffee. <laughs> okay, uh, my favorite episode was when um, it was uh, Theo wanted to live on his own, and so mm-hmm. they set up this whole situation, and she was like, uh, she was over the fake furniture store uh-huh. and she was like welcome to Manus Furniture City where money talks and nobody walks if you like it you touch it you break it you bite it if you don't see it we don't have it but we will get it now what can I do for you I said, know the lines know the lines know the lines it was my favorite know the it, was- <laughs> it was my favorite my favorite yes but yeah I love I mean Felicia Rashad she's just as a as a woman, outside mm-hmm. of being Claire Huxtable, she also being multi-hyphenate, being a director, being an actress, being she used to be a dancer, a singer. Like yeah. she's just an amazing talent that uh we I feel so lucky to be a part of a generation that got to see all the things that she's done and not have to be, read about it in history books years down the line. Do you ever feel any of the ways that men don't have that same pressure? Yes, but I don't want to make it a generalized yes. Yeah, okay. So what I mean by that is what we see in typical households Mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. that men are given a freedom to go about their job and their careers without the stress of figuring out the mechanics mm-hmm. of how and where the kids need to go, need to be. Yeah. Like all, all those things. And I'm not saying that happens in every household, but I feel like that seems to be the typical move about. Mm-hmm. Um, while there are a lot of men that get to be the stay-at-home dad, that get to be the 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 parent that's at the household more, I feel like it's typically the other way around Mm -hmm. so that when a woman is deciding they either want to re-enter the workforce after taking whatever leave they have, Mm -hmm. there's that, like, I feel like, and and I'm not saying it's the pressure that's necessarily external. It could be internal Mm -hmm. of trying to make the child's transitions throughout the day as smooth as possible that a guy might not, if he hasn't even experienced it, even yeah. be thinking about like right. even in my own um in my own household i just career wise have way more flexibility than my husband he works out of the house 5 days a week mm-hmm. and um while even when i'm outside of the house working i am still t- tapped into the household he is not so um that's because that's just he's been out of the house this entire time i'll be f- flowing back and forth However, there have been a couple of times where I've had to be like, I I need a, some moments where I'm not the one figuring out like, okay, the nanny is not available today. Who can fill in? Like, yeah. it shouldn't just be my brain having to figure this right, out. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's part. I'll take part ownership of the fact that I wasn't giving him that or uh, making it so he knew that load was needed for him to take or even mm-hmm. know that it was a load. Because I think like one of you all mentioned before, sometimes 
I can make it look easy. So it doesn't seem like a load. Just like Mm -hmm. if he's outside cutting the grass, if he's making it look easy, I don't necessarily always think like, Oh, let me help you with that. I'm just like, you're going to go ahead and do it. Want some water? Right. Exactly. (laughs) At at most. Okay. At most, that's what I would offer. So I do feel as though in, in a lot of ways, there is a pressure and a stress that women have both internally and externally to, I don't know, have to figure out how to juggle it where men just be out of the house working and their Mm -hmm. main, their main focus is keeping whatever revenue they have coming in stable Mm -hmm. as well as possibly making more revenue where it's not so much making sure that the kids are getting about their day in a smooth way. If that makes sense. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it makes perfect sense because it's you kind of mentioned or alluded to like the juggling of it all, like the juggling act uh, being product, mm-hmm. pr- productive, but then also wearing these different hats. So then you got to kind of figure out like, how does that time like line itself up? How do I manage my time to where I make sure things yes. aren't falling, things aren't mm-hmm. uh, falling off the table? And as a partnership, you know, that's time management is like the biggest thing is trying to make sure who has what time, you know, because if somebody's flexible, somebody's not flexible during this time and all that kind of stuff. So what does your time management look like? What does that look like to you? Oh, my God. Um, (laughs) So the way my time management works is that I after I started getting really busy, I was like, okay, I have to I have to hire someone to take some of the the things that I don't feel are necessarily necessarily have to be done by me and not just, not just on my family side, but also my business side. Right. Mm -hmm. I say that I am a boss mom, right? That's one of the things I say, I'm a CEO mom. Well, if that's Mm -hmm. the case, I shouldn't be doing a bunch of administration stuff. Yes. Come on. That's a word. That's that's Uh, a word. (laughs) Repeat that one, Angel. (laughs) Listen, if I'm a boss mom, then I should not be doing a bunch of administration stuff. Like, and that's just not, like, I understand we go through our seasons and at one point in time, it was necessary for me to be the boss, the administrator, the Mm. the receptionist, the bookkeeper, the Mm -hmm. data entry clerk. At (laughs) At one point in time, that was definitely necessary. But if I'm expecting myself to have growth, I have to realize that I do have to scale up and not just not just in my business, but also with my family. So while my kids are very important to me, there are certain things that I am not going to leave myself on the hook for having to do every single day for them. It's just not, I don't have to be the one to go to the grocery store. Mm -hmm. I can Instacart that. That's not something that my children are going to be like. My mother never went to the grocery store for us to get Cheerios. <laughs> My mom brought us to the grocery store. <laughs> right. And made us pull out pen and pad to add up the totals. Because she was like, we ain't going over $115. Oh, well, we're not about to do. <laughs> we got a budget. We got a budget. <laughs> yes. So, like, doing, like, I eventually, because that was a piece of time. That was a part of my time management. It was mm-hmm. like, okay, you can either spend two hours Mm-hmm. Go drive it to you know drive to the grocery store. Go walk through trying to put together meal plans in your head and figuring out whatever. Calling the house, being like, "Hey, do we mm-hmm. have this? Because I need this." Or mm-hmm. you can sit at behind a computer for fifteen minutes, mm-hmm. pay you know an extra twenty five thirty dollars, and have somebody who could use the money go do the grocery shopping and bring it to your house. Uh, this I, I finally got my husband to agree this year. Lord help me, Father God. No, it was at the end of last year. We finally got um, a cleaning service to come because I was just mm-hmm. like, 
one, I'm not good at cleaning. That was never my ministry. Okay, that's not okay. the gift. I was All never. The thing. Okay, it's okay. Let's let's be honest. That's <laughs> not what the Lord gave me. He gave me a nice personality. I pray for people. I'm funny, but when it got to that neatness, he said, "Oh, my daughter don't need that." So, um. That was taking up time and I was poorly executing it. And the, the fact of the matter is I'd be telling my husband, I spent three hours trying to clean the house. And you see what it still looked like. It still looked <laughs> like this. It right? does. I could have been spending three hours making money. and But then look at, look at what I had to do instead. Spend three hours and the house still look a mess. So delegating that to uh, having cleaning people come a couple of times uh, mm-hmm. a month. And while the... So for me, it became a thing of, are these things that I feel like are going to make or break how I am as a mother? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the same thing on the business side, uh, I finally got a uh, an assistant that is able to help me. Like even when it came to scheduling this, it's not the putting it in my schedule. It's the, okay, you need to read the email. Then you got to have time to vet and make sure because uh, I, luckily y'all are sane people, but not y'all. everybody. <laughs> I, I sometimes right. get people that ain't sane <laughs> wanting, <laughs> wanting to take my time. Okay. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I have now have somebody who can vet the the folk and make sure that this is, this is something that'll be mutually beneficial like that. Our audience is, it works well that I ha- or that I can actually speak to the thing that they would like for me to talk about. Right. Um, where that would get uh, emails would just pile on top of each other before because I just if I'm over here busy shooting content, editing content, getting stuff to brands that are hiring me to do videos for them, trying to do things like this, I wouldn't have time to do because because I simply missed the email. It'd be mm-hmm. that I simply missed the email. So for me, time management came to a point of knowing what. I could outsource Mm. and what I needed to keep. So I said, anything that me as the executive needs to be doing is the priority on my plate. And anything that's not an executive function, I'm going to see if I can outsource. I can't outsource everything because we ain't, we ain't balling like that yet. But (laughs) the (laughs) things that I can outsource uh, allows me to manage my time so that one, I do get more time with my family. That's actual mm-hmm. quality time. And then two, my energy is being used towards things that I need to be the person to do. I need to be the person to come up with a joke. I need to be the person that comes up with a mm-hmm. fresh perspective. Nobody else can do that, but somebody else can edit my podcast. You know right. what I'm saying? Somebody yeah. else can do the graphic design for mm-hmm. a thumbnail for me. So those are the things that have helped me in um my productivity and my time management is just starting to really like operate more like a boss instead of like a, a one woman show so how do you so with all of that how do you implement self-care and rest like are you scheduling the bus wide open sessions with the husband mm. or mm. like, like are you just you know what I'm saying like is it on the calendar what you know what is it how, how does self-care and rest go into all of that okay so there's a lot of things that I have to do <laughs> Like wave children away right? when I'm doing interviews. No, um, luckily, my my husband is uh, very much so aware of how much work I do. Beautiful. And he's very, and he's, uh, he's aware that this is not easy. Like he sees yeah. how much I'm like juggling in the air. So my self-care is also important to him. So 
usually uh, Thursdays are my lighter days and I try not to schedule too many things on Thursdays. So um, that's usually when I have like very random and my kids are home because I don't believe that my self-care has to be sans my children. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes I like it to be without them because sometimes Listen. they be they be tugging on me, pulling on me, asking me fifty million questions, and I'm just like, I got it. <laughs> um, but I do take those days just to do. I don't care if it's something simple like I'm going to take a bath instead of a shower, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. I'm going mm-hmm. to put a face mask on while I watch a, a rerun of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Like oh, I, I you, it, it could be something just trivial, but it's. Uh, something that I feel like is not requiring my energy to be creative with, I guess. Um, Now, when it comes to my husband and our like intimacy, that's something that we have to like, it is, it is definitely a thing that we um, have to be intentional about because that is something that can easily, especially having four kids you got kids that, uh, as you see, I've been sitting in this interview. Another child came in here, and I know what they—I know they know what it means for my door to be closed. They just don't care. <laughs> they don't care about any other things, right? They so that's a, the same thing goes with yeah. our intimacy. We have—they have to be extremely in, like engrossed in something else in order for their attention not to all of a sudden be drawn to me. So that easily can make it just like you know why are we even trying? You know they're gonna interrupt two yep. minutes in, yada yada yada. So. It it does have to be something that we are intentional about because it's un it's we we're not twenty something years old anymore. We have a lot more kids, so it's not as easy to kind of fall into yeah. just oh we weren't even expecting it. <laughs> yeah. that, no 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 no, that don't happen no nah, more. Damn. Yeah right. No 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 no. We have to be like so you down. I'm down. Okay, we'll turn on cocoa melon. Give them some snacks. <laughs> cocoa <you know>? melon. <laughs> That's it. Listen, it is so yeah that one that one though is something that i mean because he be stressed out that is something that i know is a ever evolving conversation between yeah. us because it mm-hmm. is important to us but sometimes it, it isn't the priority so we have to like recheck in back with each other mm-hmm. so we're going to give it a wrap up but before we do We've been playing um, this or that, the Black Culture version. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we so we want to end the conversation on that. All right, um, Brian. I think I think you got some stuff. You got some. Hopefully, they some good ones. I, I do have some good. I'm gonna start. Off, I'm gonna start off have easy. some good ones. I'm gonna start off okay. easy. Okay. 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 Tupac <laughs> or Biggie? Tupac. Easy. Wonderful. Easy. Easy. <laughs> easy. Um, <laughs> any explanation or just you know? You know what? Um, I just. Biggie, I, I wasn't, well, when I was a church girl, so even when they were out, it wasn't like I was like really listening to either <laughs> of them, but there was something, I'm going to be honest, this sounds terrible. There was something about Biggie's voice that I just did not like to hear. I, it was something about that big, yes, it was the breathing. <laughs> it was the big tongue. I just was like, I can't give this man an inhaler. Um, and there was something, yeah. uh, there was something poetic that I really enjoyed about Tupac. Yes. That I, I I did. Even though like he became a West Coast rapper, even though he was from the East Coast and from mm-hmm. Baltimore, um, which I was just like, how's that? But I also, I think that's the only reason because I'm also not a huge fan of West Coast rap either, but I liked him a lot, a whole, yeah. whole lot. Yeah. 
Okay. I mean, that makes sense because Biggie was putting lyrical douches in bushes. So yes. I can. Because <laughs> he was. Lyrical douches in bushes. He was fat that. and ugly, however, you know. <laughs> it was what it was. Yeah. All right, that was good. I, 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 I love that one. Right, that's a good answer. Uh, okay, so we got a Will Smith movie marathon or a Denzel Washington movie marathon. Will Smith. Now, listen. <laughs> I know I get a lot of slack because we did Overrated. unpopular Overrated. opinion yes, on camera stage. I you for yes. that. And, and <laughs> we, we saw it. We saw it. This, and let me clarify. Uh, let me clarify, okay? I do think Denzel is one of the best male actors out there. I just don't think he is the very best. And I think people put him at number one. And I'd be like, I don't, I don't know he won. I don't think he, not, I don't think he won. Maybe five, but not to one. And five is still amazing to me. You know, you're still mm-hmm. on right. one of the uh, pedestals at the Olympics. You're still there. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Will Smith, I feel like, has way more variety mm-hmm. in his... Um, in his, on his resume. If you look at his IMDb, you're going to get serious into hysterical comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I am, I'm an action and comedy type of chick. And he's okay. got plenty of those where Denzel has a lot of actions, very few comedies uh, that might just not be his judge. You know, like I would prefer doing a comedy acting wise than I would a drama. So he might just have not that I'm not saying Denzel can't do comedies. I'm sure he could kill them. I'm just, he probably just enjoys meteor characters Mm -hmm. that have like really deep storylines and psychosis and stuff. And sometimes I just want to hear bad boys for life. Okay. That's, you know, and (laughs) and I'm just, and I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Right, right. And can we, uh, speaking of black actors, and I don't know if he's black, but I think he's black. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito is, doesn't get the respect. He's ridiculous. He doesn't get the respect. He's, he's he doesn't and see yes Top is five. that somebody that I would want to put up there about Denzel is all I'm saying just I because this I man transforms he does see? I, I can respect that I can I respect, respect it. it and that's what I don't think people were understanding what I was saying they see they just thought I was trashing Denzel and I was like <laughs> but y'all be forgetting about these folk Y'all be forgetting about these folk that be killing it and y'all mm-hmm. don't even they be so different that you forget it's the same face but they be so different acting, you don't even remember it's the same person. It's just, I'm sorry. Yeah. I said yeah. what I said. I stand by it. I get it. It's okay. <laughs> I, understood. I, under, I understood the argument, but you know, I had to, you know, I didn't cancel you. I just put you on hiatus for a little bit. Man. We're going to cancel you. I think, I I think we got one last hard one for you. Yes. Okay. Well, it's easy for me. Hard. All right. But it might so be would you, you rather, okay. Would you rather allow Tyler Perry's team to do your hair and makeup <laughs> or listen to If I Ever Fall in Love on repeat. Oh, Tally Perry, I'm going to let them go. I'm going to let them go ham. Give me all the wigs. Give me the lace Give me the lace front that comes down to my eyebrows. No I don't care. They, I, I, you don't I, want to do, I, do, 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 do. Y'all about to I, I, I will exit. Y'all will be like, where Angel go? I'm about to mute. Where's the mute? Turn it down. I can't even hear y'all no more. I turned y'all down. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's all. That's all. I still didn't even hear Kevin's rendition. I, I said, oh, I will not. I won't. <laughs> 
black men, you hate that song because them, cause Tyler Perry don't care about none of them wigs. Oh, don't. no. Tyler is like, <laughs> if y'all came to see the wigs, then y'all done missed the whole point. So he's like, you gonna see this cat sitting on top of my head, a poodle sitting on her head? He does not care. He what you care. need to care about is that old girl is sleeping with is old girl is sleeping with her mama's best friend and don't nobody know that he killed their grandmother. That's what Listen. he's like, you need to be focused on. <laughs> we need to be caring about how Taraji got on the boat. We need to still figure that how? part out. That's how? what you gotta figure out. How? How did that happen? How did it happen? So, but, <laughs> but I'm telling you, young black boys made me hate that song in middle school. They made me hate it to the point that I just... I can't stand to hear it. So many black boys thought that they were R and B singers because of that song, and I was. Just you weren't like, caught up, caught up. Ah. <laughs> 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 Oh my gosh! I don't know how many talent shows were written <laughs> with that song. Oh this my is, goodness! Oh my god! Terrible! That's oh god! It was a good. It was a good time. A hard one. Though. It wasn't for me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Okay. That was this is a wonderful conversation. This is a wonderful conversation. And I'm I'm kinda sad we got to end. Thank you. Absolutely. I've had kinda a good sad. time. Kind of sad. It was a uh, great time. It was a great time. Um, so tell the people what you yeah, got we coming definitely up. Appreciate you coming into yeah. the living room. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, tell, tell okay, the people what you got coming so up. So what do I have coming up? Yep. I have um I'm coming back. I do believe so. That's what they told me. I'm coming back to Netflix's atypical. Um, as always, I, I host, here's the thing podcast with Kevin on stage that drops every Wednesday, as well as Mm -hmm. I have another podcast that drops every Wednesday with my husband called, is this going to cause an argument? Mm. Um, I have, uh, listen, I I host so many podcasts. I also host, uh, (laughs) Rose Pricks for those people who like the bachelor and cringe when they watch it, we roast Mm -hmm. the entire Mm -hmm. series. And then I have a show for moms called Mommy Confessions, which is a podcast that uh, drops on Thursdays. I have uh, two new shows coming out um, on the Kevin Stage Studios app. Mm-hmm. One is called Ask on Angel. It's a call-in podcast. It's an advice podcast. Oh, sweet. Um, so you're getting the advice that you've always wanted. Nice. Okay. Uh, whether it be legal we don't know, but it's the advice you want somebody to tell you. Okay. Um, as well as crafting cocktails where I have fun with my friends. We get a little twisted. Oh, on shout nice out to my red cup tonight. We oh, God. Go. Listen. Tingling-a-ling-a-ling. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, we, we get a little toasty and then we um, make very difficult crafts that I probably couldn't make even if I was fully sober when we were doing it. Um, <laughs> and then uh, last but not least, I have my black mom subscription box called mama likes that will be dropping its spring box in about a month so people can uh, find out more about that at shopmamalikes.com all right good people so you know you got a list of the things i mean strong black all lead, stuff. Uh, a, a myriad of, of, of podcasts, podcasts a subscription box all you know so things. you can get tipsy on the on the weekend and, uh, and subscribe to the kevin stage studios app absolutely all the things all your, the things. your own Angel, password don't share really the password thank you for coming <laughs> yeah don't share the password we're not <laughs> we're not doing the netflix and hulu thing no no with this one. everybody you get your own account your mama listen, needs her own account you need listen. your own account Right. Listen, Carter G. Wilson didn't die for us to do that to Kev. So, mm-hmm. we, <laughs> so we we doing that. So no, but thank you for being in the living room. We super, super duper appreciate it. This has been uh, amazing. This thank has been good. you. Yeah. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed myself. 
This has been good. Um, we're gonna get ready to wrap. Brian, you ready to get into some um, black man self care and talk about I am my brother's keeper? I'm ready. Let's go. Let's let's do it, bro. Usa. Usa. All right, good people. We are at the place and time where we talk about our black man self care. We are at I am my brother's keeper. We talk about how we take yep. care of ourselves and stay That's beautifully right. black and just stay luxurious and pamper ourselves because we deserve it, uh, Joshua. Don't you deserve it? We deserve the things. We deserve it. We deserve the Fenty Beauty. We deserve the face Listen. mask. We deserve the pedicures and the manicures. Listen. All that. All that. We were called for it. We do. So, what are you doing this weekend to um, take care of yourself? Getting a haircut because I look like okay. a Bushwick Bill. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's time to tame this fro. I'm gonna get my uh, my edges edged, as William said in Girlfriends <laughs> one time. <laughs> um, but no, I'm getting a haircut, man. And um, I have a friend who's relocating. Mm. You, you know, Devarte. He's relocating. I do. To North Carolina. Uh, so oh, oh, word. Okay. So I'm gonna try to have a since the weather has been nice, try to find um, uh-huh. a nice little patio and you know catch mm-hmm. catch a you know a beverage and an appetizer <laughs> or two mm-hmm. uh, with uh-huh. him. And um, yeah, man, that's 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 but that's gonna be it. That's gonna be it. What about you? And it is it gives me time to get away from the kids a little bit and kind of have that that me right, time right. that I I kind of haven't had in a while. But you know, right? Go ahead. What you what you doing? Uh, same here. I'm getting a haircut too. I've actually. Been, I don't know if you that follow me on social media. I don't really post a lot of stuff for myself. Um, but I've actually been growing my hair since March of last year. Like it's mm-hmm. I've been so make I've done like the mohawk kind of thing. I'm I'm trimming it significantly lower. I'm still gonna maintain like a certain level of 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 hair length because I, those that know me, I used to wear like waves. But I'm feeling real black. So I want all the texture. Listen, that's why I ain't so, getting rid of my fro, just getting my edges edged. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm gonna trim it down. <laughs> Um, because right yeah. now, like, if I really wanted to, I could put it in a ponytail, and that's just too long. That's too much work. Did you whip your um, hair back and forth? I can whip it. I can whip it. I can, <laughs> Are you Willow? Are you I Willow can, Smith and us? <laughs> I, yeah, I can put my my hand behind my ear and just pull it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I, I'm, I got to get rid of it. Um, it's been a year. Yeah. It's been a whole year um since my last like actual hair cut where i actually trimmed my hair so you know mm-hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna cut it uh and trim my beard down a little bit too like it's starting to get a little warmer um so i'm gonna mm. i'm gonna new look new look uh new season it's a new season i, I feel a like josh bit on my on my it's a, it's new, a new day, day. That's right, Israel. And a fresh anointing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I, what I'm is it doing to it, though it's coming uh, my way. Uh-huh. A season it's of what? It's a season of power. <laughs> and what else, and brother? And prosperity. Mm-hmm. And this good what? It's a new season coming yeah. to me. That's all right. That's all right. We, we're going into a new I'm looking forward we're going to have a new that. season. All right. All right. So that's what I'm doing. That's what we're doing for Black Men Self Care. Those are out there that are listening, please do something. Do something out there. Also, let us know. Let let us know what y'all do for Black Men Self Care um, because know. you deserve it. Like if you went to the jigsawpodcast.com and bought a piece of merch and that was your Black Men right. Like Right. Tell us that. <laughs> right. It, it will make you that. feel better. It will make you feel It'll better. It'll make you feel better. It'll make us Ladies. feel better. It'll help us in our self care. <laughs> right. Ladies, if you, you know, make your man feel good, buy him a t shirt. Buy yourself a t-shirt and just wear the t-shirt to bed. Just, just a t-shirt. Just a t-shirt. Ah-ha. 
self-care. Just a t-shirt. Self-care. T-shirt and my panties on. That was a, that was another one. <laughs> that was another one. Ah man. All right. So, <laughs> oh, did we have somebody write to us in the P.O. box to end this Black History Month? Uh, let me check. Let me check. Let me check. Boop 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 boop. Uh, we do have something in the P.O. box. Well, you sounded like R2D2. <laughs> <laughs> You've got mail. My nigga said. Do, 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 do. <laughs> what in the black man is happening this. over here? <laughs> let's, go to, let's go to the P.O. box. Let's go to the P.O. box. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, yes. Wait a minute, Mr. Bozeman. Wait, wait, hey. What's going on, y'all? We are here at the P.O. Box. We can talk to the postman. And Brian told us we got something in there. So, um, we do. As always, remember, you can send your questions to Ask uh-huh. the Jigsaw. That is A-S-K-T-H-E-G-G-J. <laughs> <laughs> the minute guy said he meant it, so blame it on alcohol. I've been drinking water today. Ask the Jigsaw. Let me not try to spell that. Ask the Jigsaw at gmail.com. Glory to God. I got three degrees. I'm messing this up. Anyway. Submit your questions there. Brian, the letter, the letter, the letter. Who, 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 wrote, who wrote in? What they got? What they, what they want? Okay. So the pronouns. You ready for the pronouns? Okay. Yeah, sure. She, we inclusive right here. We want to make sure we identify people. We do. We do. We got to make sure we do it, we do it the right way. Uh, so pronouns, she, her. Mm. I need me a name. You need, we need a good one. A good black history name. So, oh, I'm going to give you four because I feel this. Oh, okay. Spirit. Okay. Selena Diamond Nicole Abernathy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this That's is a freedom fighter or or a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> well, there ninety five percent of black women have the middle name Nicole. <laughs> Let's start there. It's either Nicole or Denise, right? That's <laughs> one of the two. And you know, I just felt like Selena gives her like Gen X vibes. But then okay. Diamond was like her mom was like you at the end of Gen X though, so you kind of a millennial. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. Abernathy is just a strong black. So, you know, uh, that's a good. One. Okay, so I'm gonna call her Selena Diamond. Lena, Selena, Selena Diamond Nicole. All right, Selena, Di- Selena Diamond Nicole. But you know what? Uh, Here's the thing though. Her name is Selena Diamond because you know how black folk mm-hmm. is. You get their first two is <laughs> Selena Diamond. Selena Diamond. So Selena Diamond. All right, so Selena, Selena Diamond. Diamond. <laughs> Selena Diamond. All right. Mm-hmm. So Selena. Diamond. All right. So Selena Diamond <laughs> writes. <laughs> Selena Diamond writes. Hey there, guys. Love the show and everything you all do. Thank you. We, we appreciate that. Thank you, love. Uh, uh, when are y'all going live? Because a B word needs to book her plane <laughs> oh. ticket. That's <laughs> 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 how you feel. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's why Mary had a little lamb. All right. You want to get fluid out, girl? <laughs> we ain't gonna do it, but I hear you. We ain't gonna do it. <laughs> Somebody will do it. We ain't gonna do it. Um, but buy a t-shirt though. <laughs> um, and wear it to the live okay. show whenever that happens. <laughs> yeah, wear it to the live show whenever that happens. We're gonna do one though. We're gonna do one. Um, okay, to my question. My sister has been dating this dude for about eight months now. They were friends before, but COVID made them quarantine bays, and here we are. Last week, I was heading to the Target, minding my own black business, 
and I see him walking out the door of that same Target holding hands with some young child. Soon after, a woman meets them and they walk to the car. Oh. Nigga. <laughs> she said that. She said, nigga. <laughs> nigga. Do you have an entire family out here? And before you ask, he does not have a sister and his brother has no kids, so it is not a niece or a sister-in-law situation. Do I tell my sister what I saw or do I let it slide? Should I talk to him about it first? I wanted to know, <clears throat> excuse me, I want excuse me, I wanted to front them both, but you know Rona. Any advice here would help. Excuse me, I'm tripping. Any advice here would be helpful because I can't keep holding this in. I'm going to read the question again. Do I tell my sister what I saw or do I let it slide? Should I talk to him about it first? I wanted to front them both, but you know Rona. Any advice here would be helpful because I can't keep holding this in. Love the show, Selena Diamond. I think this is going to be a quick answer. Okay. You want to go first or go you want me to go it. first? Um, um, your yeah, allegiance is to go, your go, sister. Go. Your allegiance is to your sister. So you got to say something. Um... You you know, and we we do not know the situation. I wouldn't confront the dude because that's not your dude. Um, yeah. But your allegiance is to your sister, so you got to hit her up so then she can do her due diligence and try to find out the situation. Um, and that was my answer. Reach out to your sister. Tell your sister this is what I saw. Let her deal with it. You step back because you don't want to get involved in the middle of this foolishness because that can go really bad. Handing it back over to you, Josh. Um. I've got two hearts. Help me, please. <laughs> that's what Jeffrey said. No, um, I, I agree with Brian. Like that is your sister, and I think your allegiance is to her. I do. I will say this though. I do understand wanting uh-huh. to kind of maybe confront the you know the boyfriend just to kind of be like, uh-huh. hey, you got until Tuesday to tell my sister, or I'm gonna tell her. You know what I'm saying? That kind of thing. Because it right. could be right. a legit thing where I don't know. Maybe it's an old friend and he was like maybe they were maybe they weren't even in the target together. Maybe he was helping her. Like, did he get in the car? You just saw them go to the car, right? So I mean, and I guess I am kind of reaching, but at the same time, what I'm saying is that there could be more to this story than meets the eye. I, sure. I don't think mm-hmm. if they were friends before they started dating, I don't know why a ba- and if this baby is old enough to walk, right? And they only been dating right. eight months. I don't know why that would be something of a secret. So your sister may right. know. So uh, I think there's a, a quite a bit of missing information here that can that's kind of hindering mm-hmm. our response in a way. But I will say before you reach out to him, unless you have a relationship with him, right, right, right. And and that's why I say I, I really get you know the thing say, hey, I saw you at Target, bro. I don't know what's going on, but, you know, if you don't have a relationship, go straight to your sister. And mm-hmm. maybe she knows. Maybe she doesn't. And because it's your sister, I doubt that she would, you know, try to call you the jealous friend or any of those types of things. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's all we got. Let us know what happens and right. how it works out. And if, you, if your sister still love you and all, all the, th- all the things. <laughs> right. Did y'all fight? You know? Did y'all fight? Did she you know go to his house and break out his windows? windows? Right. <laughs> I bust your windows out your car. Boom, 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 boom. Broken heart. heart. Mm-hmm. Left and my initials with the crowbar. Uh, with a crowbar. Yeah. I'm skipping over. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm off somewhere. I'm sorry. Not sorry, guys. Ooh. <laughs> um. I will admit it helped a little bit. 
Uh, I think I had to change mm-hmm. the whole key. Um, but anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, Selena Diamond. Selena, Selena Diamond. Diamond, Nicole Abernathy, uh, Miss Abernathy, if you're nasty, um, go talk ha, ha, ha. to your sister. Please do. Plain and simple. Go go talk to your sister and um, yeah, and, and and don't be abrasive about it. Like mm. be like, hey, I was um. Here's the way you could do it, Brian. I think this is how she could do it. Hey, okay. I was I was and first of all, you are extra black because you said you went down to the Target. It is only black people who put the, the Target. In front of stuff and S on the end of stuff. I'm sorry, I'm proud you didn't say the right. targets, but <laughs> right. <laughs> um, you can just go to your sister and be like, "Hey, sis, I was down at the target running some errands, and I saw. Uh, let's call him um, Romelio. I saw Romelio walk, okay. walk, walk, walking, <laughs> walk, walking out of Target with this little girl. I didn't, I didn't know. Um, I didn't know he had a little niece. I would do it like that, <laughs> right? And he and then the sister be like, "He ain't got no niece." It'd be like, "He ain't no oh. niece." Oh, well, he was oh, with some really? girl and her mama, you know, helping him go to the car. You know, that's right. that's how I would, <laughs> I would play it like that. <laughs> that way, you're not so messy yourself. You don't you don't seem too messy, you know. And then it gives your sister space to be honest with you and all other things. But right. please update us on what happened. Um, and you know, in the meantime, you know, buy some merch to say you take care of your black on body. And it's please do. Black. You know, you know, in exchange for our advice. <laughs> That, that is our retainer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right, Brian, you ready to get into a greater conversation and wrap up the pod? I am so ready. Let me talk. Let me talk. All right, we are here at a greater conversation where we kind of get some things off of our chests. Um, Joshua, do you have anything you want to get off your chest for the people? Or do you want me to go first? Go first, because I'm going to be real quick. So go ahead. Do your thing, bro. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to be real quick, too. Um, I, I, I'm getting tired of saying this, but uh, mm-hmm. Joseph, not Joseph, yeah, Joseph, uh, Robinette, Biden, um, yes. we still ain't got these stimmies yet, brother. We still ain't got these stimmies. You've been in office about a good month and some change now, brother, and our accounts ain't been stimulated. So you got till Friday to run us these checks. Okay, okay. Because the me, and my homegirls, we ain't we ain't good. We ain't happy. We not cool until we run these checks. What did Pop say on Instagram? I need my stimulus check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he had a whole song. <laughs> right. So, Stimulating. Robinette, run us our coins. Stimulate these stimulators. We need this money in your hands, Joshua. We need this money. It is in my hands. So. Uh, I'm just going to be real quick, and I'm just going to say the things, okay? I was listening to okay. a podcast, um, one of my favorites, and she, the host, brought out a point to where uh, a lot of the Black History Month programming has been around, like, food and music mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. And she made a very valid point, I think, something that we've talked about before, is that our culture is not relegated to just food and music and things like that. Now, we shouted right. out musical artists today and athletes and stuff like that, but that's we our did. business. We can do it if we want to because we black. Okay? Right, we can do that. Okay? But there is so much <laughs> more to our culture. And if you've listened to this podcast, we spent an entire month dissecting a whole month. just parts. Well, we, we, could, we can't do it all. In, we can't do it all in a year. But we spent right. this entire month really dissecting some of the nuances of black culture and our blackness and all other things and showing how we're not uh-huh. monolithic and blah, 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 blah. I say it all let to say, if you uh-huh. are going to create programming for us, make sure it's accurate. Please do. 
make sure it's accurate, right? Um, in this same podcast, I heard her <laughs> reference that they was trying to do like pay homage through food, and the chef, a black man, which I'm kind of side eyed him, wanted uh-huh. Brian wanted to create. Listen, collard greens, okay, okay. collard green tostadas with feta cheese, nigga, and a side of banana cornbread. Let me tell you how Harriet Tubman didn't make a thousand trips back to the South for you to be putting collard green tostadas and feta cheese. We don't Let want me that. just tell you how we don't want any of the things. How about you put a ham hock or a turkey neck in them greens and you mm-hmm. slow cook them with some butter and you, and, you, and you season it to your taste and you let them be. Leave my cornbread alone. I don't want a side of red beans and rice and you give me a piece of banana with my cornbread. I don't want the thing. I don't want my pinto beans and bananas in my cornbread, okay? I don't want the things. I want my macaroni and cheese to be macaroni and cheese. I want it to mm-hmm. bubble up. Keisha Lance Bottoms, don't you ever make another dish of macaroni. Never. I want, we love you, though. I, I, right. I want my collard greens to be collard greens, okay? I mm-hmm. want them to be washed well. Okay, I don't mm-hmm. want them from a can. I want the leaves freshly cooked. I want that water to boil over. Mm-hmm. And you hear that because the water hit in the eye. That's what, that's, that's what right. I want. You know what I'm saying? I want either a ham hock. I want a turkey neck. I want a neck bone. Whatever your side uh-huh. meat of choice. Or just a slab of fat back if you old school like grandma. These are the things that I mm-hmm. want. So while our culture is not relegated to food and entertainment only, if you are going to do programming, centered right. around the things, do it right. Don't mm-hmm. try to assimilate for the white folk to try to, because they, they, be, they be trying to gentrify our dishes. I see you, JCT Kitchen in Atlanta. They be trying to gentrify our dishes. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to call it out because, you know, Southern cuisine. <laughs> oh, no, it's it soul food. It is soul food. Mm-hmm. It is ours. Right. Okay. Um, y'all trying to gentrify our ox, you know, oxtails and everything, make them all don't expensive and all these kind of things. We don't need that. Be true to our be true to our heritage if you're going to honor soul food, honor it in the white ways, and keep your feta cheese. And your whiteness away from my food. And that has been another episode of the GSL Podcast. <laughs> um, bro, I, I, I'm really grateful for, I will I will venture to say, I know we said mm-hmm. it in private. Right. But this has been one of the best months of podcasting. Oh, yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt. Without a shadow of a doubt. I've actually gone back and listened to all the episodes so far. And I'm going to go back and listen to this one, of course. But this has been an amazing month of podcast i think uh, for it to be black history month i think we put on for our, our ancestors i think our ancestors are, are somewhere we're just proud listen they 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 leaning over the banister of heaven <laughs> smiling at us right now i mean smiling and happy and proud and i am so excited because we we want to we want to thank everybody we want to thank charles and uh-huh. chancy from the AF yep. podcast y'all yep. i mean killed it we want killed to thank it. our sis jen trotter and our brother john wood yep um who came in here and just let you know, just lit the living room up about black love. And then um your brother in law, my Morehouse yep. brother, Scott yep. Roberts, who came through and helped us, you know, really dissect and talk through black culture yep. um, and black authenticity. Mm. And then, you know, as they were saying, what can, what we, can say? we say? Did our hearts not burn? <laughs> Did our hearts not burn with Angel Lakita Moore, aka La- that Lakita. angel. Lakita. The whole Listen, a black name. Lakita. <laughs> 
Lakita. Black name, Lakita. That did my spirit good. My spirit. Come when she on. said her whole government, my, my heart just leaped. When she joy. said her whole name, she said, my name is Angel Lakita Moore. And I said, listen, <laughs> say your government. And you, <laughs> listen, we, we stand for a good love, shara, ta, all the things, all, all the prefixes. But good, again, a good sturdy, blackity, black name. We are here for it. We love we it. We love here. it. But no, thank you, Angel, for taking time out. Of your busy schedule, you very told busy us schedule. how you get the multi, the multi, the ultimate. What am I saying? Help me, Holy Ghost. The oh, I'm speaking in tongues. Help him. Ultimate multi. Ooh, uh, and we and we are we are a fan of your work. Like I enjoy your podcast. I Definitely. enjoy your work. Enjoy your comedy, and we appreciate you for coming through. But thanks to every single guest that came through, and just know, y'all, we're going up from here. Um, thank y'all for rocking up, with up, us. Up, up. Um, it's. It's, if it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's stuck. Shout out to uh, Bell Calise. Uh, uh. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so um, appreciate y'all. Man. Brian, you got anything you want to say, you want to add? Yeah, definitely, man. I thank every listener. We appreciate you for that. Continue to um, rate us. Uh, five, and, and that's it. Nothing less. It's five. five Leave your comments. Goodness. You know, gas us up. Let us know how awesome we are. Go to the different places. Go to our website, thejigsawpodcast.com. Uh, follow us on IG, like us on Facebook, buy the merch. Show us that you care. Buy the merch. Show us that you care. Buy the merch. Um, you can follow me personally on the IG. Um, I am Brian Hare. You can find my good brother, I am Josh Rogers, on IG. And we're there. We are doing great things That's on the social medias. We are we are we're blackity black black. And if you love this good black history month, just keep listening because it's gonna be it's gonna get blacker from here. I, I'm just gonna say that it's only gonna get black. black from here. Um, and Josh, before we leave this place, the whatever his the presence, the podcast, the better the con- the better the content. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Mm-hmm. And that's on who? Uh, that's on Joseph uh, Stepson. <laughs> that's on James. That's on James's brother. <laughs> that's on Mary's firstborn. That's on the only begotten. <laughs> that's on the Lily of the Valley. That's on the Rose of Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> That's on the bright morning star. <laughs> That's on El Shaddai. That's on the I am that I am. <laughs> That's on the wonderful counselor. That's a, he's a wonderful counselor, mighty God, <laughs> Prince of Peace. That's what the clock, that's what Maddie's girl said. But let me, let me get off the show. <laughs> what, what y'all need to do as you end, as you end Black History Month, remember, uh-huh. do not let this life stress you out. Matter of fact, I, brought, I might even change that. Do not let white folks stress you, <laughs> stress you out. At all. Don't at let all. them do it. Because they have the propensity to do so, but we're not going to let it happen. They do. But what you can do. Is do what you can, while you can, mm-hmm. the very best mm-hmm. ways that you can. Why, Brian? Because you should live your works undone. That what you gonna say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, let me do this podcast. Right? Let me. Please. I'm gonna talk to him about off the, off the, off the, I'm gonna talk about the mic. <laughs> but don't you dare get caught with your work. His work is undone. Good night. Good. Night. Good night.